creativity to a new level. What's up, everybody? This is J.J. Martinez. And this is Big Jeff. And this is... UT and the Beast Mode 2017. First one of the new year. For that task. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I thought you were going to come back with another. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Very good. Very good. Thanks for, thanks for helping me out with that. <laughs> Jeff, 2017, man. First episode. New year. I know, or, or as my grandmother says, a new year. Right, well, she's not with us anymore, but she would have said a new year. And a uh, whole lot of positivity to be given out. Way to transition. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely, man. Uh, you know, 2017 is going to be a great year for the Beauty and the Beast Bowl podcast. We hope so, brother. We hope. What is this hope stuff? We... No, so. You do, but I don't want to sound. You know. Sound what? Confident? Cocky. Confident. No, definitely confident. Confident. Good, man. Listen, why don't we do this, Jeff? Why don't we talk about some of our favorite moments from 2016? You're a, a you're a dick. <laughs> of course, we have to be prepared. So we knew when we came on here today that we wanted to talk about some of the great moments from 2016. But what Jeff doesn't know is that I'm going to put him on the spot right now and say, Jeff, give me your top five moments from 2016. Go. Wow. From the podcast. No, from just anything, bro. I'm talking about the podcast, man. First time? The first time? This is our first interview, right? Bring you water episode? Oh, yeah. And uh, I love that story that he told. You know, about his dad in the village. And beautiful story. And I love a couple of other ones that we did. We did, our, we did if we had a time machine.
Is that the same as the time machine? That's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the people that you said you would have at the table with you? Yep. Well, let us know. Uh, Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter, the captain. President Obama. President Obama. Uh, actually, it's funny you should say that. Uh, Jeff, uh, I just uh, happened to uh, stop by. Uh, heard about uh, all the great things that you're doing. Uh, Michelle and I were uh, en route to uh, uh, my last speech, actually. And uh, I hope that you'll tune in later. Uh, Sasha and Malia uh, will be there as well. We're just honored that you'd stop by here and speak with us. Uh, well, I'm glad that you could have me. Oh, that's right, because then I made the comment about. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> How about yeah. you? Top five. Top five. In, in no particular order, okay? In no particular order. I don't want anybody that's been on before to be like, he, Jason put me above this or above that. Um, so in no particular order. I've got to say, when we had the live studio audience for the first time, that was that was with Ken McCall, and uh, DeLeon was on again, and his son, and we tried to stump his son, and his son came around and gave some some just some impactful words for such a young man, which was fantastic um, to see that maturity in him, um, and a very proud moment for his father as well. Uh, Facebook Live moments. Uh, we went Facebook Live with with Andrew. Uh, we went Facebook Live with Dan Nevins. Uh, those were some great moments. Uh, with Mark Cubbage, uh, those were some some very good moments. Uh, yeah, you gonna let me finish my five, bro? <laughs> I'm just saying, we had a special guest come in for your five, but you just, I, I'm, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> I guess I know how it feels now, huh? Yeah, starting 2017 off reverse in reverse roles here. Uh, <laughs> uh, number four, number four. I guess the fourth one, uh, again in no particular order, would be the episode where we discussed. Uh, well, actually, I just thought of a couple more. That wow, just really kind of trumped what I was gonna say. I think um, when we talked about some of the more personal things that uh, we've. Uh, we've encountered in our lives and, and how we've uh, tried to push through those things. Um, wow, that was, a, that was just like a wave of emotion that just hit me right there. Um, <clears throat> so that would have to be up there. Uh, and though I enjoyed... Episode 13 and 15. Episode 13 and 15. And though I, I, I enjoyed having PD2 shoes on, Pete Cataldo in our last episode of 2016, uh... I would have to put that at five and a half. I thought he dropped some knowledge bombs, which was fantastic. But so number four was kind of the ones where we touched on some of the emotional stuff that that uh, that we've encountered. And I think number five would be some of the more lighthearted ones that we've talked about where you actually uh, told stories about your daughters and your daughter putting syrup on eggs. That has to be 
If I had to put them in any particular order, that one would definitely probably be my number one. So because that carried on forever and that had a lot of listens. Yeah. So yep. <clears throat> and I still don't disagree with her. <laughs> but man, those were some great moments. That was like a, a going to the vault of 2016. And for those of you that haven't had the opportunity to listen yet, and this might be your first time. Hey, go back, listen to the faces in the crowd interviews. Oh, man, like we missed out. We totally missed out on our 9-11 episode. Talk about delivering an impact. Yeah, I'd have I'd have to put that somewhere, one uh, A, two A, three A, somewhere along there because that that one was definitely just so powerful, and the way that those two individuals they didn't even know each other before they sat in here and interviewed, and then to hear how their stories kind of just they their stories just kind of weave together, and all of a sudden like you had these scenes. That it, it was cinematic, man, and and they're New Yorkers, baby. yeah, yeah, they're New Yorkers, they're New Yorkers for sure, man. And having the three of you guys in here, I was like, wow, I, I gotta make sure I lock up all my stuff. No, but yeah, wow, we had some great 2016 moments, man. I mean, there were even more, but I mean, oh yeah. And the here's the thing, right? We know that the episodes are some of them are very long and and detailed, but they're definitely worth it. And you don't have to listen to them all at once. Like, come on, like we get it. Come back to the episodes, listen, and then listen again because, especially to the the faces in the crowd interviews, because there's so much knowledge being shared from some of the individuals that we've had on. We're talking about veterans. We're talking about executive coaches. We're talking about Olympic coaches. Uh, you know, we're talking about everyday people that are doing extraordinary things. So it, it, it just, I think it goes to show you that, you know, we get caught up in kind of this surreal world with, especially with social media and, and entertainment that that we forget that there are, people out here that are doing the good deeds every single day and being phenomenal at life. Uh, and I didn't mean to like throw the, the beast mode moment early into the podcast, but man, I just like reminiscing about those episodes. It was a really fantastic year for us. Yeah, is that it definitely, uh, I mean, it's advantageous for us because we get to leave every single episode that where we, even even in our in our, our, our conversations with just you and I, like we get to leave every single episode with, with something new 
for the most part, uh, and a different way of thinking. Even if we disagree with something, we can still have great conversations about it uh, and leave with a, a different perspective, which I think in, just enlightens us overall and helps us be better people. With with some in the vault, <laughs> with with <laughs> with the lost files to be released in the year twenty twenty. Oh yeah. Um, we look forward to this new year. We look forward to even more positivity and inspiration, and uh, you know, growing our listeners and, and laughter, man. You, hey, don't knock sound. We're still on SoundCloud, bro. Some some big wig from SoundCloud might be listening, and he might be like, "I like these guys." And then you drop the I that. <laughs> pro, we're pros uh, at paying for a pro account. Yeah. And, uh, we're, I like that you said we're paid up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we about, we're going to blow Instagram uh, out of the water this year, Snapchat, Twitter, we'll find a better Twitter handle, but we're on Twitter, um, Facebook, Facebook Live, yeah, we're going to be all over, we're really going to push this hard uh, this year, and we, we pushed it hard last year, I think, like, I, I don't want to discredit the work that we did, like, it was our first year, and we came out, we had some, we got some great feedback. And we definitely got some, and we got some things that we can work on. So, so this year, first episode right now, right now, but we already started on this year, last year. What am I even talking about, Jeff? February 10th. February 10th, we feel like that's close to our one year anniversary. Yes, I'm. I'm excited about that. You know, I, I'm out here. Uh, I've been. Uh, I f- I feel a little more confident in calling myself a comedian these days. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not on the road and all of that stuff. But I've been on the road before. I guess I. I mean, some road. Yeah. Hey, listen. I don't want nobody to know what I'm getting paid. <laughs> no, yeah. I, so I'm a comedian. Uh, it's important to me. It's one of my coins. Uh, something that I cherish. Something that makes me feel great. And I just like to make others laugh with me. So I'm looking forward to a fantastic show. We're going to pack the house. Jackie Knight's Comedy Club, St. Augustine, Florida, February 10th. So many talented comedians coming through. And Jeff and Yeye are hosting the show it's going to be bananas. Agreed. We got four comedians. I need you to feel a little more enthusiastic about this right now. I'm very excited about this. I can tell. Because really you're doing your Alec Baldwin impersonation on Saturday Night Live. 
sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. It's going to be an amazing night. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. What's great is the comedians that are performing that night, we love them. You know, they're super talented, super funny. So it's not where it's just like random people were picked out of a hat. We asked these guys to perform that night, and we're lucky enough uh, to have them. Yeah. That'll be February 10th. You guys will hear about that for sure. Jeff, what are you leaving behind in 2016? A couple of pounds. Okay. I lost some weight over the holidays. You lost weight over the holidays? That's pretty challenging. How did you, how did how did you manage that? Uh, a long time of the days of like gluttonous eating around the holidays going be forty five now. Okay. A little bit didn't go crazy. Okay, that's good, man. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Plus walking like a hundred blocks in New York City. Yeah. Probably got some stuff. Uh huh. Oh, so you walked. Oh, so when I ask you to walk with me in the afternoons, you're like, bro, right here, bro. Just come over and sit, sit down, bro. Why'd you just sound like John Travolta? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cartier. That used to be one of my favorite shows ever. Matter of fact, I might look like on Crackle or something and see if it's on there just to watch it. I used to love it. Yeah, I used to stay up late to watch that. But seriously, man, like, that's, I'm happy for you. And I hope you... Stay on that path. Uh, I didn't make any resolutions. I have a mantra that it's kind of like just a thought that I'm going to live by for the new year of just stepping out of my comfort zone. That's the mantra? That is the mantra. Step, step out, out of the comfort zone. Step out of my comfort zone. Jeff, I'm going to ask you to explain you Here's the thing, Jeff, you know that I've been coaching in different aspects over the past decade, yes. right? Fitness, just kind of like, you know, wellness coaching and stuff. Uh, you got to break down stepping out of comfort zone to me and to everybody else. Like, get more specific for us, Jeff. Vague, vague, uh, vague. Come on, son. In the past, there have been things that I know that I've been like, eh, you know, no. Then how are you holding yourself accountable? Because when things come up, instead of saying no, I will do them, you know? But when you say stepping outside of my comfort zone, and then you say when stuff comes up, you know I'm going to, you know, make sure that I do it. Um, then how do you know, like, that you're not going to be like, oh, well, I stepped out of my comfort zone on this, so I'm not going to worry about this so much? In my head, I know. In my head, in my head, in my head. 
doesn't say that. That's the cranberry. set in stone other than like the trumpet thing that's like okay so we'll just be i'm looking forward to that by the way i'm gonna keep you accountable like a mug brother yeah i want you to be like mo better blues i used to play all these like state competitions one state competitions in new york and trumpet how old were you junior high and high school i'm looking forward to that I'm greatly looking forward to that. Yeah. And if you're if you're as great as you say you are, <laughs> if you're as great as you say you are, I will take up the trumpet right alongside you. Why would you do that? Because I want to learn how to play an instrument as well this year. <laughs> That's my Denzel. <laughs> no, I kind of messed that one up, but. <laughs> If you're as great as you say you are, then I'll play right alongside you. No, not so much. You just got to throw in a, like, my man. I didn't tell you to smoke that. So let's talk about this February 10th show. But I thought we, we got Brian Wait, wait, you weren't so excited like Listen. 10 minutes ago talking about. It. Now you want to jump back into I'm the comedy excited. show? I just want to go back and let everybody know cuz we didn't let everybody know he's going to be there. You and I are hosting Beauty and the Beast mode. We got Brian Thomas, we got Chris Buck, Shay Clemens, Clemens, Miguel Colon Jr. Jr. What was that? Chris Buck, Brian Thomas, Shay Clemens, Miguel Colon Jr. And then we have us. And we might have DJ Spencer Ruizzo working on that right now. Hmm. On the ones and twos. Very nice. On the sound effects. On the soundboard. Man, hey, I, I, listen. February 10th, guaranteed, in the state of Florida, there's going to be no better show. I agree. Period. I agree. Unless Bernie Mac comes out of the grave and is performing somewhere, there will be no better show. That would be amazing. I'd see. I'd use amazing for that. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Hey, even even well, specifics would be doing the show on February tenth. I mean, when was the last time you were on a stage and you rocked a mic? Your band. How many years ago was that? Sixteen. It's gonna be sixteen years since the last day that Jeff. Big Jeff was on the stage behind a microphone, and now you get to jump on the stage with the Beauty and the Beast Mode podcast for the first time in 16 years? That is stepping out of your comfort zone. 
I'm not a fan of mac and cheese. You can have my mac and cheese. You can have my mac and cheese. Yeah, for sure. I, okay, stepping out of your comfort zone. I'm going to hold you accountable to playing this doggone trumpet. Okay? Okay. 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 <laughs> I didn't tell you to put that trumpet in your mouth. <laughs> no, if... Listen, I want to hear you play the trumpet. And if you play the trumpet well, I want you to teach me how to play the trumpet. Cool. Deal? Sure. Right here. Shake on it. Are you sure you want to play trumpet? I'm sure I want to play saxophone. trumpet. Like a little Clarence Clemens action. A little East Street band. I feel like saxophone, I'm too short to play saxophone. They have Small saxophones for guys like me. <laughs> a little baby sax. You get a Fisher Price saxophone. What did Bill Clinton play? Oh man, I I rather play trumpet. I feel I feel like I'd be a, a just a cool looking trumpet player. And I could see like the trumpet in my hands. But like, ooh, see, look at the dexterity in my fingers right now. What's the other hand doing? What's the other hand doing? What's the other hand doing? That's the flute I used to play. The piccolo when I used to play the piccolo. <laughs> oh, the trumpet. Wait. That's trombone, okay. Trumpet has the three keys. The three keys. Do you put the little like cup on the front of the trumpet? You do that. It's called a mute. A mute? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who 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 was most famous for using the mute? Do you think that every trumpet player uses it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. See, the trumpet is huge in uh, Latin community, in Latin bands and everything. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would love to learn how to play any instrument, let alone the trumpet. Man, I'd be here like, hey, here it goes. Shake on it. Yeah, there it is. I'm for real, too. Sucker, you're the one with this vague step out of your comfort zone stuff. You come with a trumpet, you play the trumpet, and then I'll be playing the trumpet. <laughs> I'm gonna step outside my comfort zone. I'll be okay with that. Good. How about you? Uh, for me, ah, uh, what are you leaving behind? Ooh, what am I leaving behind? So when New Year's <sighs> Eve at 11:59 and 59 seconds, right before that switch to midnight. One step forward, what did you leave behind and not take with you in the new year? That's a great question. Probably one of many things, but one that comes to mind is conformity. I remember the first time that my father saw me do comedy. And, I mean, he was super proud of me when I finished the show. But when I asked him how I did, obviously he said, you did great. And I was like, what could I work on? He said, he said cut loose. And I might have talked about this before, but he said, cut loose. 
And to me, that was saying that I was conforming and performing to what I thought everybody uh, was used to, um, what would what would get laughs and what, you know what I mean? Instead of just like uh, doing what I felt was in my heart. And I think that uh, sometimes that I, I've, I've fallen back into uh, doing what I feel has to be done or should be done because of the way certain people or certain groups want to see it. So I think that conforming to other people's uh, beliefs, um, their expectations, I think I'm leaving that behind. And I've got to live by my own expectations. Uh, I've got to live for uh, what I believe in my heart is always best for my family and those closest to me. You know, here, 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 here's an example. So, I've got, a, I, I, I've got a great opportunity coming up in 2017. And so, for people that uh, follow me on Facebook, friends on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, the social media platforms, like, I think for the most part, I put myself out there, mostly on those platforms, more than I probably do in a person-to-person conversation with somebody that I feel may judge me based on uh, how I respond to them or how I react to what it is that they're saying. So in speaking with somebody about this opportunity in 2017, they said, man, everything that you're putting on Facebook about your family, about your life, the positivity, the, the laughter, uh, the inspiration, which I feel is probably mostly uh, is is non-conformed to to what I think everybody uh, is is thinking. Um, it, they said that like that is great stuff. Keep doing it, and that's kind of why that opportunity presented itself so I was like man that that is me cutting loose like that's me doing exactly what my dad said cutting loose uh so I feel like I I want to bring more of that like from the pages just into my life where I'm not not that it's a facade like I am who I am but sometimes I'm more reserved because of maybe who I'm in in in, in the conversation with and I know that they think a certain way and I'm just like, you know, I don't, I don't want to go there, you know? So I kind of conform just to that person. Like I'm, I'm uh, what's the word? Is it, is it uh, affable or fallible? Aff- Afflackable. 
<laughs> no, I, I feel that I'm that way. Like, you know, I, I, I can go with the flow. I can I can be what I need to be at certain times. But I don't want to – the. it's not all the time that it feels great to be that way, you know? So I'm leaving that behind. That was a long-ass explanation, but – Affable. I fact checked. I should have not fact checked. That's the first fact check of 2017. <laughs> and I said it was afflackable. <laughs> <laughs> It's about what I'm leaving behind in 2016. Uh, I said conformity. Um, probably, probably a little bit of jealousy, man. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, when you don't put as much into something as somebody else is, then you can't be jealous or envious of what they've got or how far they've gone or the, the opportunities that they're getting if you're just not putting in that much work. And I mean, I'm speaking about myself, but I'm speaking in generalities as well. Like, if you're not putting in that much effort, then don't expect to get what those other people who are putting in that much more effort than you are getting. And don't, uh, you know, and congratulate. And it, I'm not saying like it's 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 a big part, but you know that kind of those thoughts like those thoughts like people have those thoughts right like man how did that person get that why did, where like I'm done with that I'm applauding them saying kudos to you for whatever you've done regardless of where I see myself versus them you put in the work you got that opportunity I'm happy for you I can't waste time. Uh, like being like, how did they get there? How did that, how did those opportunities come? And that's not happening for me. And then again, that would be something I would leave behind. Like, but it's not like it happens often. Like, I don't think that I think that way, but it happens sometimes, you know? Sure. Ourselves, it's always something to work on. Right. Yeah. But what you got to ask me what I'm taking into 2017. What are you bringing with you into 2017? Or what would be like my mantra, like your mantra? Or what would be like my resolution, like your mantra? Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Do you have a resolution or do you have a particular thing that you said, you know what, this? Yeah. So. I didn't make a resolution. Well, I guess it could be considered a resolution. But this year, what I've decided to do, me and a group of my friends, decided that we were going to 
hold one another accountable to the word that we constantly wanted to remind ourselves of throughout 2017. So one friend said, uh, transition. Um, another friend said, uh, what positivity was an example. Uh, my girlfriend said positivity. Um, somebody else said uh, forward, and my word was present. And today you're probably like, it didn't happen today, sucker, because you were just posted on blah, 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 blah. But be, being present in the moment, uh, being present in the conversation, being uh, being present and actually being able to capture that moment so that I can remember it as opposed to being distracted, as opposed to being on social media, uh, not paying attention. So present was my word. Right, right. So, to me, like you said, we, we constantly have to work on being better, um, being a better person, doing things better, whatever it may be, these little things that we say we're going to do, or resolutions, or whatever it may be. A lot of times in the new year, people are like, oh, I'm going to exercise, oh, I'm going to eat right, oh, I'm going to lose weight, oh, I'm going to do this, do that. It takes a lot of hard work to say this is going to go longer than one week or one month or whatever it may be. So, you know, it takes a lot of work, and we're only what nine days in? Ten days? Ten days. Ten days in. So, so how come you not? How come you didn't walk in here with your trumpet? <laughs> <laughs> Good to great? The theory of good to great? Not the theory like the book, but that whole, let's say, of, uh, let's say, we had a discussion earlier, right? Yeah. And we were talking about, you had mentioned some people who just constantly strive and got to be great, got to be great, and do this and do this and do this, instead of almost taking the time to smell the roses and say, Yeah. You know? So expand on that a little bit. We were talking about that. Yeah, it it actually it hit me a few days ago. I was uh I actually woke up around like three thirty in the morning and the only thing that was on my brain was like strive for greatness. Surround yourself with greatness. Like all of these phrases that had to do with greatness and chasing greatness and uh posters with eagles. All of that stuff, right? And I was like, it, there's a lot of, pr I feel like there's a lot of pressure that surrounds that. You like how I, I just, pressure. <laughs> I, I just felt that there was a lot of pressure <laughs> surrounding 
that were my my pressure is. I feel like there was a lot of pressure. Sound. <laughs> Why can't I say the word pressure? I feel like there's a lot of pressure to say the word pressure right now. Nah, I just feel like a lot of people are just like, I don't know if it's a bandwagon thing or I feel like people get hyped up for this greatness and they miss a lot of what's happening in the process. I get what striving for greatness means and surrounding yourself with greatness means, but there's so much good surrounding everyone that I feel like we're missing the boat just a little bit. Because I feel like you can run into somebody who's been doing good their entire lives. And somebody else may not consider the work that they've done to be great. But they are such a good person. They have a good heart. They have a, a good mind. They've got a good family. But you're focused on uh, what you think is beyond them. and Or what you think is beyond... Uh, just that whatever your perception of of greatness is you're focused on if anything is is below that idea of what great is to you then you're just bypassing it when i feel like there's so much that you can absorb from it do you think that that's like damage bypassing the goodness potentially I think potentially that it does uh, because you get so self-absorbed with what you think is great and you might miss out on something really good. You might miss out on a good person. You might miss out on a good book. You might miss out on a good note. You might miss out on a good podcast. So that I just kind of been feeling that way lately about greatness. And some people may be like, oh, well, that's because you are not where you want to be or you're not this or you're not that. And that's cool. But I know that I'm surrounded by good people uh, with good hearts, and good minds. Um, and I know that if I continue to surround myself with surround myself with those good things that I'm, I'm going to be OK. And that's what I think people miss out on. Right. Earlier you were saying, like, not everybody's a LeBron, and not everybody's a Jeter, you know? Right. So, I mean, to me, looking back, and like I was saying earlier, uh, my wife's best friend, who was like a sister growing up, Michelle, she lives her life, you know? Like, my best friend growing up, Sharon, Self, hence like the whole stepping out of my comfort zone. I'm content with just sitting home on the weekends with my wife and hanging and just us hanging out. Obviously, my kids, you know, I don't need to go out and do all this extravagant stuff. But I've looked back a lot over the Christmas break at like her friend Michelle and, and, and Jeremy and just kind of taking a step back. about the 
the steps. Not living. You know? And it really got me sad. You know, I'm like... So, which makes me want to change this year. You know? And that, to me, that kind of buddies up with what you were saying. You know, like... unnecessary stress and, and all these stressors and triggers and, and everything else just slow it down and realize what you have so. yeah absolutely I think if people reflect on the, the last year uh, you can see a lot of good in in that year uh, I mean even for us and doing the podcast we earlier on we talked about our 25 episodes and all of the goodness that came out of it. And everybody that listened and approached us and said, man, this episode this or this episode that. Like, there was so much goodness that came from what we were doing. Uh, so being able to realize that. And, like, I had a, had a lot of good comedy shows, right? Some people may have been like, oh, but they weren't great. But you know what? They were good. I made a lot of good people. I, made, I, had, I established some good relationships. Um, and I had some good times, you know, it may not be what some people consider great. So it may not be up to some people's standards, but if I reflect, I'm like, man, that was, that was pretty good. Oh, well, that's, I, I feel like that's what I mean when I talk about, uh, great being kind of this, just this dominating word and everybody's kind of hung up on it and. And obviously, so we always comes back to social media, just like beating it to the ground. I see what you did there. It's a great point. That joke just went over your head. That was a good joke. You said that's a great point. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> we were just talking about good and great, and I just. <laughs> I'm a little slow. That Chinese food from Peter, from Peter earlier. Hey, if you if if you jumped right to this episode without listening to the quick episode that we did before this one, then you guys got introduced to Peter. Uh, <laughs> we came in and told everybody uh happy chinese new year at least that's what we think he said so so i think one of not a resolution but one thing that we might strive for this year is kind of not having the two two and a half hour episodes huh you know, yeah <laughs> no, I, uh, man. If even though this episode is short, it feels like we were able to able to not uh, enunciate well. Right. That's one thing. We did that quick though. So. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I feel like we compacted a lot into this episode. A lot of good info, a lot of great storytelling, and um, we recapped 2016, which was a very good year. A very, very good year. So, Jeff, is it that time? It is. Oh, have you forgotten already? How we get down? Beast mode moment. Very good. This comes courtesy of. Come on, man. Grasshopper. Yes. Man, you kind of slow today. You kind of slow today. Uh, so we were talking about conformity and leaving things in 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 2016. Uh, this says nonconformity isn't such a bad thing. If you know what you want. Now go and prove yourself right. There will always always be those that think that it has to be done a certain way because it's always been done that way. Believe in you and all that you are capable of. So you can do things your way. If you know what you want. And then go and prove yourself right. Show you right. Jeff. That's one of my favorite lines. Show you right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> True. Indeed. Jeff. We've come to the point in the show where Jeff likes to tie this thing in a nice bow. If you didn't know, and I can keep on. Normally it takes about 20 minutes. I think he's queued up in 2017. Uh, we'll see if we're still stuck in 2016, but this is called Jeff's Joint, and what Jeff does is wrap up the entire show in song. Not his song, but Jeff's a musician, and he loves to post music about uh, what is on his heart, and so he's taking uh, Jeff's Joint to sum up what each episode of Beauty and the Beast Mode has meant to him. Let it keep going. Keep going. This is where's the where's the uh Very good. Very good, Jeff. Oh, I, I guess it's done now. Well, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Play all five minutes of it? I guess it's done. You're going to play all five minutes. Everybody's going to uh, turn the show off. Everybody was waiting for the high note. I don't even want to hear it. Put the high note on right now, Jeff. What was that song? Why'd you pick it? Hit. Uh, it is my favorite musical of all time, 
in that song, you know, we're talking about the new year and everything. And it's the new year. Saying 525,600. That's the part I wanted to hear. So it starts off with that. How, what, is, what was it again? What that means. It starts off with what? Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. How do you measure, measure a year? Six hundred minutes. Six hundred minutes. How do you measure, measure a year? Yes, that's, that's the best part of the song right there. You should have kicked off with that. To me, what said the lyrics where I started off. <laughs> what said the lyrics, Yoda? Good. Very good, my brother. I appreciate that. That that when you just said that and I hope that people really pay attention. And I thought that was good. Good job. Nicely done. Well, Big Jeff, this has been the first episode of twenty seventeen for Beauty and the Beast Mode Podcast. I am Yeye Martinez. This has been Big Jeff. Until next time. Peace.